0: Welcome to the Journey to a Million podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Walker. This podcast is about my personal journey from being $25,000 in debt to getting to a million dollars of net worth by the age of 43. Follow along with my journey, implement the ideas, and let's do it together. Thanks so much for joining me, let's get started. What's up out there? Welcome to the Journey to a Million podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Walker. Today is Thursday, November 5th, 2020. And I've currently got some construction going on outside my house. So hopefully that's not too distracting. But so uh, today's episode is going to be about investments. So we've talked about side hustles. We've talked about just the basic stuff. I kind of want to do an episode today on investments. And hopefully I can do it in a educated, knowledgeable way as much as possible. But so I've been investing, you know, here and there for years, not years, but uh, since a couple years ago. So I don't really have a lot of experience. So I'm not going to act like I'm very good at investing. All I can tell you is the uh, knowledge I've gained from what I've done so far. So (laughs) uh, I tried my hand in investing about two years ago, bought a couple, thousand dollars worth of a stock called Tilray when it came out. Um, it's a marijuana stock and I made a few hundred bucks off of it when it first came out. Then I sold my profits, noticed that it went up almost double in value a couple of days later. And I was like, man, I could have made, you know, double my money. So I tried to get back in, made a little bit more, but then it all crashed again and then it was just a super risky, risky, uh, stock. Um, so I lost a little bit of money there got kind of a bad taste in my mouth to start and then uh, a little bit earlier this year uh, I went at it again and I started making some money here and there but I started trying to do options and if you are familiar with options um, they're kind of more like betting and um, betting if you know the house usually always wins I think you can accelerate your money gains really quickly with options But for somebody like me who doesn't have a ton of experience, like it was similar to what happened to me before. I made a lot to start and then slowly kept losing. And then um, my problem I think is that when I lose money, I I don't have patience to lose. And whenever I see my account start going down, it's hard for me to be patient to wait for it to go back up. Uh, So I think that's one of the hardest things about investing is that I kind of learned from this process, you know, if you'll just put your money in, leave it alone and look at it every so often, you know, the market's going to fluctuate heavily, but if you just leave your money alone over the course of time, you're probably going to gain value, especially since the economy has been doing so well over the past, you know, 10 years or more since the 2008 recession, it's just been a steady climb we've uh, gone through one of the best economies we've ever had. And so hopefully that continues. I do think there could be a correction or something uh, at some point, but um, not any kind of drastic levels like we saw in 2008. And I think that over time it's just a good play in our market and our economy with all the uh, things that are happening just to keep going, just, just hold your money and then it'll, it'll keep going up. So, That was a roundabout way of saying what I believe in stocks is that stocks, it's interesting, I was trying to do options and make a quick buck here and there. Some of them worked, some of them didn't, but what I found out just looking at it, uh, start looking back from like March was that if I had just bought into investments and just held my money since March uh, on certain stocks, I could have two X, three, four, five, six, seven or more X my money uh, over time and I was thinking like, whenever I started, it, it says you can only trade like three times um, in a five day trading period or seven day trading period, something like that with less than 25,000 in your account or you get labeled a pattern day trader. And I was like, well, if 25,000 is so much, how would I even get that much? And so I was trying to think about like ways to go get that amount quickly um, whereas if I had just left some money alone, I could almost have that much now if I just just invested and left. And you might be asking, like, what I'm even talking about? Because how could I have it invested my money and just had it go up exponentially since March? Well, I mean, if you look at things like there was a stock that I was looking at in April called Neo, and they're an electrical electric vehicle maker out of China. And their stock at the time was between three and four dollars a share, and so let's say you put thousand dollars into NEO. Uh, that same stock today has gone all the way up exponentially from three to four dollars a share, all the way up to thirty-eight dollars per share. So let's just say, for fun, it was four dollars divided by thirty-eight divided by four, nine point five. A thousand dollars would turn into nine thousand five hundred dollars um, within months, and that's insane like that's once in a lifetime gains and I also like had another investment back I think 2016 or so it was uh, 2017 I was looking at Shopify and I talked to somebody who I knew uh, knew a lot about stocks and at the time Shopify was at $75 and I personally knew that Shopify was a trend and it was going to grow and a lot of people were going to be using it for e-commerce um, and it was 75 bucks at the time. And, I invested in it a thousand dollars when it came out to, or I bought 10 shares at $90 a share. So I was 900 bucks. Um, the shares dropped a few bucks and I was like, okay, so the guy's probably right. Like it's probably going to fall. So I just got out of it and took cut my last losses was only a few bucks and then left it alone. Today, Shopify is over a thousand dollars per share. So my thousand dollar investment would have turned into 20,000 bucks or so. Um, not twenty. I'm sorry, uh, ten thousand, maybe a little bit more. Some like twelve thousand or so, because it was ninety when I started. So you can check my math on that. Let's see, nine hundred times eleven or so, just for our average. Nine thousand, yeah, ten thousand or so. So that's all. This is money that you know I could have had just from leaving my stocks alone, and so. That it's just it it sucks to think about for sure, but it definitely taught me a lesson. And that's kind of the way I'm going through investing going forward is just buy into long term trends that you believe in that you know are gonna happen and then just leave your money alone. Um, so I'm not gonna get into all the different stocks, but I'm just gonna like share some basic philosophies in this episode. So if you think about like what trends are gonna be going for the long term, you've seen Drastic changes in the market from the start of the pandemic till now. All the tech stocks or stocks that are work from home classified like Zoom, for example, I think there were 60 bucks a share uh, in March, now over $500. There's tons. Peloton, uh, let's see what Peloton is now. I know that one was 20 or so. Or Sorry, bear with me here. So in March, 2020, Peloton was starting out at $23 a share. It's now at 126. That's a five to six X of your money in one single year. Um, So just these work from home and trending stocks, like you can look at these and they're just going crazy. So I'm not sure after things kind of go back to normal, what these stocks are going to do, but they've gone through these exponential gains. But I think long-term you can look at these companies and they're, they're going to trend. Amazon went from 2300 to over 3000 per share. Tesla's gone crazy. Um, you know, I don't even try to follow what Tesla's doing as much anymore because it's it's gone so parabolic. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you think you have to have a lot of money to invest. You really don't. Um, I mean, $1,000, I know, sounds like a lot to some people. And it's just you have to – I've gotten to a point where – you don't realize if you throw a few bucks in here and there, how quickly you can get to some of these high levels of money. Um, I, I downloaded this app called Acorns the other day and basically all it does is just round up your spare change from your transactions to the nearest dollar and then you can invest that money. And just from September till now doing that, I already have over 25 bucks of spare change and that's pretty good. I mean, for one to two months of, of just spending money, like having 25 bucks for nothing. um, You can actually go in and it'll let you round up. I think the last couple months of investments, but I'm like, just think if I've been doing that for years, you know, you could have thousands of dollars invested and it's like, are you going to miss that money? Of course not. Like it's spare change. You know, if you're down to your last dollar per check, then maybe you might either, be not budgeting your money well enough, or you have other factors that are just making it difficult. But at the same time, most people can afford it. If you just take that extra few cents from each dollar you're spending <clears throat> and then just invest it, you know, it's it, it can add up over time. And that's just the way it's just chip away little by little over time, leave your money in trends and then just watch it grow. So give me a sec here, I'm gonna drink some water. We talked about that last episode. So yeah, some of the trends that you can look at long-term, it's electric vehicles. You know, Tesla is going to keep probably going up for years and years to come. I think that's just now starting that trend. Um, Neo is another good one. Um, They're actually, I heard, backed up by the Chinese government. And that's an interesting thing, is that the Chinese government wants this company to succeed. So they're going to make sure that they are successful with their, with their strategies and everything that they have and financial backing. I mean, I, I think even though Neo, I missed out on these gains with Neo, it's at 37, $38 a share. Now I'm going to buy some after the election's over and just ride it. Because some people say it's going to go to 300, which, you know, that'll 10 X my money. If I had invested it when it was three, it would hundred X my money by, by the time we get to that point. But, Hopefully, we can look back at this episode one day and, and November 5th, 2020, and say, Remember when Neo was $38 a share? Wasn't that funny? We should have bought tons of it, you know? And now it could be at, into the future, it could be 300 or so. <coughs> all right. So, then other uh, industries that you want to look at I mean, uh, meatless stuff, Beyond Meat is another one. Um, that company has gone all kinds of crazy this year. In the past year, it started out at seventy-five bucks, and it's about one hundred and fifty right now. It's gone through some heavy fluctuations, but I do think over the course of time, I can definitely see uh, the meat replace or substitution companies. Like more people are going to go into that trend. If you haven't ever eaten meatless burgers, I can make them where it's like I can't even tell the difference, honestly. Um, and it feels better to not eat meat. I actually. <clears throat> went and started doing pescatarian diet this year. And it's been an incredible change where whenever I eat beef now, like sometimes like I do it just every now and then, like once every month or two and uh, my stomach will hurt because I think my body's not used to having that in there. Um, So, you know, maybe too much information there, but you know, not eating chicken or beef, you know, it's, it's been a great change. Like this year, 2020, everybody talks about, it's been such a bad year, but, some of the positive there's two sides to every coin. That's one of my philosophies. And one of the positives for me has been actually getting in the best shape of my life with working out from home. We got this program called sweat. My wife and I do it all the time. Um, you know, and that's uh, along with that Peloton trend, you know, the sweat program basically that we got, it's just at home workouts and we are much more consistent on our gym time you know, we're doing workouts that are more cardio, high intensity interval training based. And because of that, like I've lost more fat this year and I've been in the best shape of my life. So couple of that along with uh, starting soccer back a few weeks ago, you know, that's it's been awesome. So <clears throat> the soccer makes it really easy to keep the weight off because you're running five to seven miles per game. And, you know, you can gain a a pound or so during the week. And then by the time you go play soccer, you've run it all off. So I'm going to get back on the rails here. I'm just diving into my own tangents and stuff like that. But as you can see, like we're talking about the all these economic trends that are going to happen. Electric vehicles, electric charging, uh, work from home. I'm not necessarily saying invest in work from home right now, but it probably will continue to go up. I just think. It'll be an interesting thing to see what happens when uh, our lives go back to normal and people aren't doing as much um, you know, quarantining and stuff like that, how these stocks will adjust. But 2020 has been a driver for home builders. Um, There's been record amounts of pools this year being built. There's a lot of industries that are pest control. There's been a lot of industries that are thriving right now uh, because people are home more and they need things to occupy them and they're spending the money in different ways. Artificial intelligence, uh, legalization of marijuana, legalization of gambling will probably happen here in the next few years. You can see like we just had an election still happening, I guess, right now. don't want to get too political, but, you know, uh, two states, I think it was uh, New Jersey and someone else, maybe Arizona or something like that, voted to legalize marijuana this year. Some of the marijuana stocks have had some bumps because of that but that's another trend that's probably gonna continue over the course of the uh, coming years. And there'll be a lot of companies that they boomed when they first came out um, and then kind of fell off for a long time and now they're starting to gain traction again. So as more and more states legalize marijuana, more, more and more states are gonna legalize gambling on sports. <clears throat> and because of that, there's gonna be a lot of stocks that benefit from that. I think online um, e-commerce, Trends uh, that stuff will continue to go up over the course of time. Uh, there's there's a lot of different industries, you know. Uh, online healthcare. I, I thought about that when I was younger. Was like, why do we do interviews a lot of times, like in person, or send in resumes to jobs where all they see is a piece of paper? You know, it would be much better if there was some kind of online uh, system where you just go and do like a video chat with people, or do a video resume, or something like that, and Now they have, or you can go see a doctor via, you know, video and somebody, there are a lot of companies that have come out with that and they've been soaring uh, during this time where people are working from home, but that's going to be a trend that continues. Teledoc is the one that comes to mind. A year ago, they were at $81 per per share. Now they're at 208. So these, these companies are going to continue to go up. And I think it's all about seeing um, what trends are going to, Go for the next few years, finding good stocks, and then just investing in those and riding those out long term. Uh, electric vehicles, uh, solid-state batteries, um, 5G, just stuff like that. And one guy that I actually followed that is a lot more well-versed in these kind of investments and knowing what to do is this guy Matthew McCall. He's actually really fun to listen to because he's not he thinks outside the box, and he's kind of showed me, not me personally, but just by listening to what he's saying, I'm like a lot of this stuff is actually coming true, and so as I get it more and more into stocks and investing, I'm just gonna start leaving my money in long term where I don't even really need to day trade because I'm just riding stuff out for the long term. So that's my general overview on the stock picture. Right now, I actually only I don't have any investments in any stocks Uh, at this point. Right now, I'm about to get back into it starting after the election and um, then I'll continue on from there. So it would have been good to invest about three days ago because I didn't know what the market was going to do with the election. But I mean, it's just gone. It's gone crazy. Like the SPY stock is an index of the Standard & Poor's 500, it went down to 324, but then the past three days or so, it's gone back up to 350 or so per uh, share. And that's, you know, insane amounts of shifting. Like normally the most ever moves in one uh, level per day is about 10 points, sometimes 15 on crazy days, but it's gone up 25 points in three days, like consistently up. So yeah. That's the investing. Um, like I said, we started the show. 50000 is my net worth, like we talked about. And my goal is to get up to a million by the time I'm 43. So uh, I actually just had a birthday. November 1st was my 34th birthday. And so that now puts me at 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42. Nine years left uh, to hit that million dollar goal. So if we get to 100000 or so on average per year, I think that could do it. So, the other thing that I want to talk about is cryptocurrency. And before you roll your eyes, I think crypto is going to be, if you, I kind of had this realization a few months ago where I said, okay, if I only have a few thousand dollars to invest, what are the things that are going to be the most exponentially changing things in um, the next five to 10 years or less? And that's cryptocurrency. And a lot of people think, think don't understand it, they don't uh believe in it. And if you really see the long-term trend like I did a long time ago, like I was talking about with the online medicine, Shopify, Apple, things like that, like you could see those trends happening years and years ago. And I think I, I definitely see the same thing with cryptocurrencies because it's basically digitizing money and all systems that are antiquated will be phased out. And cash payments, all that, like, is going to be phased out at some point. Uh, there's no really need. People don't even carry cash hardly anymore. So if people are already at the point of not carrying cash, you know, over the course of time, money is going to be digitized. And if you, you're you talking about, well, dollars and fiat currency is better because it's backed up by gold, that's not necessarily true. Um, I think I've, I'm not exactly sure on, like, when it happened, but it's been rumored that the U.S. went off the gold standard in the 70s. So somebody can fact check me on that. <clears throat> but if you look at long term trends with the U.S. economy right now, um, we're, we have a worldwide increasing debt levels on countries. U.S. has like a huge national debt now. Uh, let's let's look up. usdebtclock.org $27 trillion when I was in high school, it was $3 trillion. (laughs) Wow. Um, Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it's going, if you made money this fast, like it's, it would be crazy. Like it's literally going, um, I don't honestly like it's hard to even believe it's hard to even believe that this is even accurate. Um, You go to usdebtclock.org and just watch the level of money that's happening. And it's like literally a million dollars. It's like a gas pump. A million dollars is basically like what it would take to hit a dollar at a gas pump almost. So yeah, that's, that's pretty scary, uh, honestly. But so $27 trillion currently of national debt. We owe most of that money to China and Japan. As far as I know, we're already doing stimulus. We're going to do more stimulus after the presidential election is decided, no matter who gets elected, and we'll just keep adding to that national debt. Okay. Also, there's going to be more and more money printing over the next year or two um, to combat hyperinflation. And so, if you look at those things, like basically, if you have a lot of debt and you start printing money, the same thing happened to Germany after World War One. Um, the basically the currency of the country becomes less valuable, and a lot of banks and a lot of ec- economists are already talking about the fact that they're betting against the U.S. dollar right now because over time it's just like we said this is another trend. The dollar it looks like it's going to be weakening if we keep on with these trends, and so
1: <clears throat>
0: there's got to be a reckoning at some point, um, but. A lot of countries around the world are kind of having the same problem because they're not managing their uh, finances on a macro level. So with this increase of debt, it's going to weaken regular currencies and people will have no choice but to move to digital currencies more. And digital currency, I think, is awesome because it basically decentralizes the currency exchange. So if you were to send $100 to somebody in Mexico right now, you can go to a bank, you could do it, it's, they're going to have to convert some of that money or all the money into whatever the currency is there. You might get a good rate depending on the day, it all changes. Um, and then there's also could be fees associated with that. With cryptocurrency, you can send money to anybody in the world and there's hardly any fees. Like I think the latest thing I heard was that somebody sent a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin for three dollars in fees. Try to do that at a bank. It would take tons and tons of fees and like a long time to actually get that money moved. <clears throat> Whereas with cryptocurrency, it takes a few minutes. So that's the future of, of money. And some people will believe it, some people won't. But you can see that this, this trend started happening in 2008 when Bitcoin was created. And cryptocurrency, I, I don't pretend to be a huge expert on it. I know intermediate, I think, levels of what it is. But I can tell you the blockchain, the best way I can des- describe it is what cryptocurrency operates on. And it's a tamper proof uh, data ledger um, that records everything. So basically, you can anything that happens with crypto is recorded on the blockchain, but it's unable to be messed up or tampered with by people. And that's the beauty of it, is that whenever you Like something needs to happen. It doesn't need to go through a bank. It doesn't need to go through some central power. Governments can't control how much the currency is valued at. They can't manipulate currency. Um, You know, all these things. It's basically a human proof system that is pretty interesting. And so all the cryptocurrency uh, transactions are recorded on that. Sorry if I'm butchering this, but doing my best. All the currency uh, transactions are recorded on that. And because of that, there's limitless possibilities. So just one of the things that I'm going to talk about is just voting. I think one day voting will be done on the blockchain. And so instead of people having to do mail in ballots, go to the polls, they'll be able to vote via their, their device somehow on a blockchain and it will be tamper proof. So there can be no like, I know a big thing this election is people are trying to say that there was fraud. And whether you think there was fraud or not, um, you know, if everybody voted on the blockchain, we'd have everybody's vote. The second they put that vote in, there would be no waiting days for election results. And there would be no possibility of fraud. So you take everything that's wrong with the antiquated system that we have now and you fix it by going through something called the blockchain so it's not just about money it's about the future basically if you realize remember what the internet did for society and how it changed society blockchain is going to change society on the same level that the internet did so if you can imagine what life was like and remember what life was like before the internet and how different it is now compared to then just imagine in 10 years, what will happen with the blockchain? All right. That's cryptocurrency. So Bitcoin, when it came out is the, is the biggest cryptocurrency that there is, and is at least in value. Yeah. So Bitcoin started off less than a cent. It, it slowly got up, you know, a few cents here, a few cents there. It had almost no value to start. People were sending Bitcoins to buy things online. Um, and, they were sending money to each other this way. And eventually, over the course of time, it started building and building. People that had $100 worth of Bitcoin when it started have anywhere from $13 million to $130 million in U.S. dollars today. That's how much it's increased in value. Bitcoin over the last year, uh, it was about 10000 It dropped sharply for a few days during uh, the March you know crash for where everything dropped but then rebounded about a month later or two later back to 10,000 and we've been on a slow climb ever since then with bitcoin bitcoin has went for all the way to about 10 or 12,000 in august dropped back down to 10,000 and then it slowly climbed up again over 12,000 and now in the past 2 weeks it's gone from mid, the mid 12,000s to $15,000 for one Bitcoin, and the all-time high for Bitcoin, uh, if you looked at it, it was about thousand dollars in 2017. Within the next year, January or February of 2018, yeah, December of 2017, it hit almost it hit twenty thousand dollars. So it went from one thousand to twenty thousand in one year, and then dropped back down. So. It's been a interesting time since then because a lot of people stopped believing in it because it had such a spike and then came back down. But there's been a lot of economists that I've been listening to lately, and a lot of people believe that we're in the first inning. If you follow baseball, baseball has nine innings. They think we're in the first inning right now of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So... The projection right now on conservative estimates is that within the next five years, Bitcoin will be worth about $500,000 to a million dollars per Bitcoin, okay? $500,000 divided by $15,000 is 33 times the money, okay? If you put $1,000 in Bitcoin today, in five years, it could be worth uh, $33,000, you know? So yeah, 33 times your money in five years is what we're looking at right now, and that's conservative estimate. So, why is that a conservative estimate? You might ask. Well, right now, uh, only a few people have adopted Bitcoin, and the large amounts of market cap there is. Um, I think. Square was one of the most recent companies. PayPal have started purchasing Bitcoin stock and, or not stock, but shares of Bitcoin. Um, and, you know, 50 million dollars here, 50 million dollars there. Basically, if people start moving away from the dollar and investing into Bitcoin instead as to bet against the dollar, as the dollar weakens, Bitcoin will go up in value. It's kind of like gold. So let me dive into that real quick. Bitcoin is a way to send money back and forth to people, but it's not necessarily a currency because it's not fast enough to be used as a currency. Um, The reason why is that only a certain amount of transactions can be recorded per minute. And so it's basically like a train. If you have a certain amount of people, the train goes every five or ten minutes. You can only fit so many people on the train and then like the next people have to wait for the next train. If that was true, then if you were trying to use Bitcoin for everything, you'd have too many transactions to go through f- and people would be sitting waiting and stuff like that. So there's ways that they can speed that up. And that's a little beyond my purview as far as how I know. But basically the reason Bitcoin isn't going to be used as like a quick transfer of money for everything is um, because it, it's too—it's not enough transactions per second to accommodate all the needs out there. And it takes a few minutes. So. Um, yeah. So Bitcoin is actually, if you look at it, it's more like something like gold. You don't send gold back and forth to people um, as much. You know, you can, but gold was hard to, um, hard to do like that. In the past, they did use gold as like a form of money. And I think they still do, but it's not like the same level. So gold is more of a store of value. So people invest in gold because it's going to hold value over time. Gold will continue to hold value, but they've actually, it's interesting. They can actually find more gold and they are finding more gold in the earth. So as they find more gold, you know, they it becomes less valuable. But I think over time it's been going up steadily for years, years and years. The point is there's only a finite number of Bitcoin in the whole world. Um, it's already been created. It can't be made more, uh, you know, like it's basically, there's a finite number and as as more and more people use Bitcoin, the demand for one Bitcoin increases and as demand increases and supply stays the same, price goes up. That's just economics 101. Um, so basically Bitcoin as more, It's if, if only a certain amount of the population has even accepted it and is using it now, just imagine when it becomes mainstream. Um, if If Big banks start buying up as much Bitcoin, uh, you know, percentages as possible. Like the value is going to skyrocket. And right now, they only have one way to invest in uh, Bitcoin on the stock market. It's called Riot R I O T. It's a blockchain stock, and it kind of moves with the whole blockchain market. It's currently like four dollars a share, but it went up to about twenty six in twenty seventeen. So uh, it'll probably go something similar this year. If you're looking for another long term investment for the next year. And then maybe see where it is in a year from now. But <clears throat> so more and more people will adopt Bitcoin and it will become more mainstream over time. So the, the price is just going to keep going up. Okay. And is if let's where I was going with the stock thing is that they're supposed to be coming out with the Bitcoin exchange traded fund in the next, well, no one knows when, but it could be soon. I do think it will be soon. Um, mm-hmm. And if it becomes publicly traded, so much money is going to pour into that. It's going to make the price of Bitcoin skyrocket. Okay. And then if you were actually going to look at Bitcoin pricing uh, in 2014 through 2016, it was about four, $200, 400 bucks per Bitcoin. Okay. The first real, we've, we've gone through these exponential spikes since 2008 and they come every four years or so. And so it's called the Bitcoin halving. Bitcoin halving is basically where the um, amount of Bitcoin you receive from mining a Bitcoin is cut in half. So I think it used to be 24. Let me see. Uh, yeah, it was 25. That's right. It went from 50 to 25. I think, I can, yeah, I'm not 100%, but it's, it went from 25 down to 12.5. And then in May of 2020, the having occurred again, and now the uh, reward for mining one block of Bitcoin was 6.25 Bitcoin. So I honestly don't know how to explain the mining process that well. I think somebody else can do it a lot better than I can, but um, there's a ton of information on that. But yeah, so basically when the reward for mining the Bitcoin is cut in half, uh, it creates higher demand for that Bitcoin because it's, um, it's kind of reducing the supply in a way. Um, if that makes sense, you'll have to do research on that. Somebody on YouTube can probably explain that a lot better than me, but they do a Bitcoin halving, I think every four years and whenever they do that, it sends the price up and it's gone through these cycles where in the past, most recent cycle, it went from 500 per share in 2016, all the way up to 20,000 within a year, uh, within a year or two, it was, let's see. January 20th 2017 894 dollars per Bitcoin um, and then in December of that same year sorry what did I say January 27 2017 and then it was still December when it hit 20,000 so we had a huge spike and then it fell off of that you know um, and it came back all the way back down to about five thousand. But we're kind of about to experience a similar run because we just had a Bitcoin halving. I think it was May of 2020. And so over the course of the next year, as we get economic stimulus, and as the Bitcoin halving goes into like has happened this year, both of those factors will contribute. And as a result, Bitcoin has gone slowly but surely from 10,000 all the way up to 15,000. Over the past few months, and it's on track to go through another exponential run. So, if you look at that, you know it went up to twenty thousand, but the pattern that we're seeing right now is making the same pattern as when it was at one thousand um, about in twenty seventeen. So, what I'm trying to get at is that based on the economics and the uh, exponential like graphs that we're seeing, if you multiply it out it would make sense for us to hit levels this next cycle of the bull run of Bitcoin, which is going to happen over the next year to hit about hundred to 150,000 per Bitcoin. And that might be high. I don't know, but projections are that it's supposed to hit 500,000 to a million within the next five years. And it's going to go on these spikes. Like I'm not going to say it's going to always, you know, go straight up. It's, it's going to spike and then it's going to, and more and more people will jump on. And then it'll probably come back down. But then you ride, you hold on until the next wave. So when you hit these crazy profits, you need to take some money out to protect your investment. And then if, if it falls back down, you know, then you can just leave it, leave what you have invested alone, and enjoy what you made, and just ride that wave. So I'm going to be getting into more and more Bitcoin um, as soon as possible, and. I think over the next year that um, Bitcoin is going to go, you know, into crazy levels that we've never seen before because we're already at 15,000 and we're just starting on that next wave going up. Whereas last time that that happened, we were at 1,000 on the same levels um, and it went all the way up to 20,000. So now we're basically hitting levels that were all time high almost, but it's just consistently there instead of a spike. It's been maintaining these levels for so long. So that's my, that's my take on Bitcoin. Um, I'm also a big believer in Ethereum. Ethereum is another cryptocurrency and Ethereum is basically um, a system that's also a blockchain where it decentralizes everything. And a lot of concepts are built on this network called Ethereum. And it has a lot more uses than Bitcoin. Bitcoin, if you think about it, is more like gold. Ethereum is basically like a platform that uh, all these you know, other types of applications can be built on. And like I said, I'm not an expert on the technicalities of some of these, but basically there's uh, decentralized finance is going to be the next big thing that's built on Ethereum. So the actual uh, investments that I have right now, I have um, Chainlink. Chainlink is an Oracle cryptocurrency that's built on the Ethereum network. Uh, I can't really tell you, I'm a super expert on the technical aspect of it. I just know that basically when these uh, software developers and uh, applications are running on Ethereum, they need a way to communicate and um, Chainlink is what does that. It's a communication device uh, basically uh, for all these things. So another one is called BAM protocol Um, and then another one is called Uh, Uniswap that I'm in. Uniswap is basically a platform where you can buy any kind of cryptocurrency and then swap it out to a different cryptocurrency. Um, It provides liquidity uh, on the Ethereum network. I'm honestly just reading this because I I just know from research and stuff and I'm not really uh, a technical expert on a lot of how these work. There are a ton of people that are better people to follow for cryptocurrency, like technical stuff. But honestly... um, Chainlink is probably the one that's my favorite and I'm heavily invested in so right now I have 500 Chainlink. link I, I read about it when it was at four dollars per share and I think it was a little bit under four and I bought some when it was like 350 380 per share and I wish I had bought more because it went all the way up within three months to twenty dollars per chain link and so I would have 4x I 4x the money that I did invest And so what I'm hoping projected, no one knows how high these coins are going to go. Um, You know, but during the run of 2017, besides Bitcoin, a lot of the other coins are just called altcoins and they're alternative coins. A lot of those coins went exponentially higher during that run. So that's kind of what I'm looking for instead of, if I had put, let's say 5,000 in Bitcoin, I'd have $7,500 right now. Um, And that's great. That's great. That's great investment. For a year to uh, fifty percent your money like that, but I'm looking to more than fifty percent. I want to do two hundred. Right now, I'm up two hundred percent because of Chainlink. Um, maybe a little bit more actually. And so, if if it continues on this spike, like and it rides on like the wave of uh, Bitcoin, we could hit Chainlink's uh, Chainlink prices of if it goes to twenty, I forexed. If it uh, goes to thirty, you know. I've like 8x my money, 32, uh, and, and who knows, it could go up to 100. That's like if basically what I'm looking for is to go to take amount, a small amount of money, a few thousand dollars and turn it into like 100, 200, dollars. And that's why I'm in cryptocurrency, because long term, it's just going to skyrocket over time. And it's basically a trend that's happening right now. And it has been happening slowly but surely for a long time. But I said, how can I take as little money as possible and turn it into the most money possible over the next five to 10 years if I just do what I learned from the get go and just leave it alone, stop trying to make a quick buck. Um, I I realize I am trying to make a quick buck in essence here, um, but I think there's a happy medium between trying to bet on the stock going up and down and investing in a long term trend that could happen really quickly, you know. Um, so that's my, that's my point is that chain link, I've got 500 chain link. Um, I have 200 band protocol. Um, and then I've got Uniswap, I've got 250 of those. So Uniswap was, band is currently $4. It was way higher earlier this year, um, at like 20 bucks, almost $17 per share. And I'm just holding that one through the run of next year to see how high it goes. And if it spikes up, that's great. But if it doesn't, you know, whatever. Um, Uniswap, I have 250 of those. It's not a huge investment, but that one is projected uh, to go somewhere in the range of 10 to 25 bucks over the next year. We'll see. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for is just to leave this money alone. Keep adding in money over the course of time. And then um, just watch it over the next year as we have all these trends that are happening and see where it leaves me. Because if I have $10,000 right now invested at the end of this year, or not this year, but it, in, in a year, that could be anywhere from a hundred to 150000 So we're going to look back in a year and see what, what happens. And uh, basically, my whole goal right now is to just keep adding in here, money here and there. And that's what I'm going to keep you guys that are listening and following post of is what I'm actually investing in because the whole point of this podcast was to share what I'm doing share what I've learned um, I don't think that I'm like an expert on everything like obviously you can tell listen to me I don't know everything there is to know about cryptocurrency I've, I've listened to it and I've uh, tons of information but still just listening to tons of information there's still a lot to learn um, I've been doing following it for years and you know it's just a matter of you know there's only so much you can learn in X amount of time so um, Tron is another one I'm interested I'll talk more about that a little bit but it's basically uh, it has its own uh, blockchain but it's supposed to be decentralized internet it's only like 20 or 2 cents per share right now and I have a bunch of those, like I think 10,000 or so. So I'm just like laughing. I, I bought it. That was my first one because I really didn't know. I just was like, oh, I like that name. That's basically all I did was the reason I bought it. So, um, you know, it, it went up to like 800 eight, eight cents per share and then backed it down to five. Now it's a two uh, since I bought it, which was years ago. I kind of got on the cryptocurrency game late in 2017. I was like, man, I want to invest in some, and so I just started looking at stuff. But I was it had already spiked at that point, and we were past it. But now we're on the front side of that run because at least getting in on the back end last time helped me learn about it, and actually knew, you know, have taken that time since then to actually learn. If I had been putting in money <clears throat> since then, like I talked about here and there, like Chainlink, I could have put uh 500 bucks on it back in 2018 that would be like 15,000 bucks right now so there's already been exponential gains to be had but there's still exponential gains going forward and like we said before we're we're still in the first inning of crypto and blockchain because if you go out on the street and ask 10 people if they've heard of cryptocurrency maybe one person will say yes or two more people will say yes but how many people actually have invested in it Cryptocurrency is going to be mainstream within the next five to 10 years and everyone will be using it. And it won't be like this subject that everybody's kind of afraid of because they don't know anything about it. It will just be common knowledge, just like when the Internet came out, like people thought it was crazy at first. But then now everybody is using it every single day for everything. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go more in depth in the future as far as like... Stocks that I'm going to invest in, I have a plan and I have um, stocks that I've gotten from the Matthew McCall podcast that I believe in and I'm, I'm investing in long term trends. But the main goal of the investment investing that I want to do is I want to do it in a way that lets people follow along in the journey with me. Um, I want to do it in a way that increases our net worth exponentially over the next couple year or two so that we're in a position after that to and keep on increasing that money because the goal is to hit up million dollars within nine years. And we need to 20X our money right now if, if you're with me at $50,000 in the next nine years. So I think it's definitely possible. And I'm, I'm pretty excited thinking about the possibilities with this cryptocurrency and then all the um, trends that are happening in the stock market over time. I do want to buy Bitcoin. Um, As soon as possible and so i'm waiting on some money that i've uh, earned to come in to help me get closer to owning an entire bitcoin but um i'm thinking about a couple different strategies to get one um but i think that's you know at least my goal for now is gonna when i can is just to invest as much as i can into it and to see how much it pumps up over the next year uh so that'll be interesting to see but yeah Uh, Anybody that listens to this, I want you guys to uh, be on this journey with me. I think that, like I talked about, the purpose of this is to help other people do the same thing as what I'm doing. Um, And if, you know, like we talked about a million dollars in 10 years, by the time we're 10 years older from now, like think about how much that could change our life if we didn't have a house payment, if we didn't have um, a payment or any kind of money to worry about where you're like, I can if I want to go take a trip to anywhere in the world right now, I can do it. That's that's the freedom that I want for us. And I hope that you want that freedom, too. And that's why you're here. So um, I know that I could have done better explaining kind of the cryptocurrency, uh, some of the technology behind it, but there are better resources for that. I would say if you want a great resource, There are plenty on YouTube. One of my favorites, or my favorite crypto resources, this guy named Elio trades crypto because he's super sharp and he can explain the stuff a lot better than I can. And he knows every, almost every single cryptocurrency uh, by heart and like what it does and how it helps people. And I think that's going to be awesome to look at if you're interested in it. So definitely check him out right now. Uh, Bitcoin is at $15,115.85 per coin. Here today, and let's look back in a year from now and see how high it's gone. All right. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a great day.